Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 607, 35 degrees in downtown Boise. And uh, welcome back after a break. Uh, we are all back, suffering through some technical difficulties. Hi there, Mike. Difficulties this morning. Can you hear me? I can hear you. All right. Well, that's a step in the right direction. <laughs> Working, I think we're on the air. We'll, we'll work on getting Chris on the air uh, here ASAP. Hey, Chris, if you're listening, you just stand by as well. Yeah. We'll get right there to you. There we go. I'm sure we'll have all this fixed here. By the way, it's 607 and 35 outside. That's usually what he would tell you right about now. Yeah. Um, off to a uh, weird start for the show this morning, but our phone lines are open. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless if you want to get through. Today is uh, the, I guess you call it Festivus Eve. Tomorrow will be Festivus. It's tomorrow Festivus. Tomorrow is Festivus, okay. 23rd every year. So we'll celebrate tomorrow's Festivus show. Um, Sounds good. Tomorrow, kind of combine it with Festivus and Christmas because all of us are off on Friday. Which Christmas is Eve. Christmas yeah. Eve. Yeah. So um, we'll be celebrating. Hey, uh, we have New shows. Year's Eve off too. Yeah, I just found that out. I did too. I, <laughs> I guess I won't be here tomorrow. So since since we have that's our holiday. Oh man! Well, good try. <laughs> so I'm going to take tomorrow off to fill in. For Shut the up! Hol- you are not because I don't think I can take it after the first of the year. Right? Well, I don't think you should take this. I don't think you should take this one. But oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, thanks. You yeah. Know. You know what? You, you don't deserve it's a just, holiday. Ever. You know. <laughs> Self preservation. That's all that is. Yeah. Um, I did not watch a lick of football yesterday. Not um, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Not the two Monday night NFL games, not the Aztecs in the whatever fluffy bowl game they're in. The uh, University of Texas, what is it? UTSA, San Antonio, yeah. University of Texas, San Antonio. Which, which, by the way, up until yesterday when San Diego State played them, they were 12-1 and one, and for most of the year ranked in the top 25. Right. Um, Mountain West is just absolutely killing it in bowl season. Mm-hmm. Um, undefeated in bowl season. Knock on wood. Yeah, uh, I mean, four and zero. Even if, even if the other teams that are in it, you know, what, who who else has to play? Boise State, of course, is New Year's Eve. Correct. You'll hear here on News Talk KBI for those of you who don't want to. Didn't the Aggies play yesterday too? The Utah State. No, Utah State played last week. They played last week. Yeah, okay. that was the uh, I, Jimmy yeah. Kimmel Bowl. That's which, right. Which they you're, won. you're right on the money. You're right on the money there, Oregon Mike. State. So, uh, two Mountain West teams played yesterday. Both of them uh, won yesterday. So, congratulations, Mountain West, the only uh, so far undefeated conference in bowl play. So, hopefully, Boise State can keep that up. Uh, Hawaii, I know, plays in their own bowl game this year. I'm not quite sure on the date of that game, but uh, Hawaii Bowl is coming up, so I know Hawaii still has a game to play. Boise State still has a play uh, game to play. Is that it? I'll look through. I think, I think that's it. When I get into my normal spot, I'll look around. And this is and after. I'll, I mean, I'll check it out. Mountain West had a great year last year in their uh, bowl games that they ended up playing, too. So um, off to a good start. I, I, I did watch a little bit of the Potato Bowl yesterday. Which um, parts? The first part where I thought, I go, wow, Wyoming is going to get their butt thumped because it was 17 to uh, 7. And Wyoming wasn't doing anything whatsoever. And then uh, right after that, I had switched and watched something else and uh, came back later in the game. And holy crap, Wyoming just turned it on and absolutely thumped 
Who'd they play yesterday? The uh, Wyoming? Yeah, Kent State. Kent State yesterday. So um, for the first time ever in that bowl game, quarterback had over 200 yards rushing. Yeah. Which, which by the way, uh, that quarterback for Wyoming is only going to be a junior next year. Boise State yeah. will play that. Yeah, he's good. Quarterback. I mean, next he played year in Kent Wyoming. State of the Mighty Mac yesterday. So let's not get too excited. Wyoming had stretches this year in the Mountain West where they looked like they were okay, but yeah, but they didn't look like they were great. Well, I mean, everybody gets better. So here's a kid that looks like he made some improvements between November and December, and you know. Kent State made him look pretty good yesterday, so congratulations to Wyoming. I know we had a lot of Pokes fans that were here to watch the bowl game, and that was about it because there sure wasn't anybody from Ohio. <laughs> Not many. It's hard to travel that far for a game <laughs> right no, before it Christmas. It definitely is, especially in a cold-weather bowl game. It's like, well, Kent State's in a bowl game. Oh, that's great. Should we go watch? Where are they playing? Now they're playing in Idaho. Oh wow! There's a lot of I mean, I, fields and of it's course flat there. we know how nice it is here, but for somebody traveling from Ohio, I mean, they're thinking, well, you know, let's go to Hawaii, let's you know, let's go to San Diego, let's go someplace warm, and not so much when you play in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Is it as interesting to you that the famous Idaho Potato Bowl has had as much success as it has in a community that? I mean, we don't sell that bowl game out. There's not a ton of Boise State fans that go to the Potato Bowl Even just because it's here. Pe- people think that, you know, hey, if Boise State was in this, it would have sold out. Boise State, we can remember, has been in the famous Idaho yeah. Potato Bowl full t- four times in the history of the uh, famous Idaho Potato Bowl. It has never sold never. out. Even when Boise State is in it. So I don't, you may get more fans if Boise State was in it, but it's probably still not going to uh, sell out. I'm with you on that. But yeah, I'm glad. I mean, I love having it here. I'm glad we have a bowl game in Boise, Idaho. So it's kind of cool. I've been there, you know, a few times and, you know, it it was a lot more fun, I think, pre COVID. Um, Yeah, definitely. For instance, Simplot, you you know, does 2,000 pounds of French fries for free that they just hand out to everybody. Since COVID, you can't be handing out free food to everybody. (laughs) They did have French fries yesterday, but they were like, um, they they were pre-done. Yeah. So they had, you know, French fries sitting out on the table. You go and you grab a thing of French fries and then you get the heck out of there. People aren't handing them back and forth. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, as far I wish you would watch the uh, NFL football because now when I sit there and say this, you're going to go, oh, you can't blame the refs. Um, the Seattle, see, and, and hey, t- I think the refereeing this year in the NFL uh, on an overall basis has been pretty crappy. You're not a fan of officiating, not this year. It, it's mm. it's been there have been some horrible games, and last night um, there can, were. Can I tell you something? I look at the NFL officiating as it is now, and they get a lot more right than they get wrong. Well, they didn't last night. I look, I watched uh, for the first time the Man in the Arena, the uh, special that who is it? Amazon or Hulu did the special on Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. I watched the first of those episodes last night, and of course they highlighted the Tuck Rule game, to which made me want to throw a brick <laughs> through my TV. Of course, so. You know, I look at things like that, and I say, the NFL has come, come a little ways. They, they get more right than they get wrong. Sure, they do get some things wrong, but eh. Last night. What are you going to do? Last night, there were, I mean, two. And, and I'm not saying Seattle would have won the game, um, but the two times that it happened were just egregious. Number one, it was fourth down. Seattle threw a pass. Um, hey, it's time for sports. You want to just go ahead and. Might as well. We got, let's yeah. do sports. Um, so they threw a pass. 
and obviously tackled, and even Dean Blond, was it Landino, the rules official who comes in and says, you know, hey, is this is this right or not, said, yeah, this was kind of egregious. Can't believe they missed the call because, you know, he got tackled, the guy wasn't turned around. And it was fourth down, and they were only down, uh, they were tied, I think, at the time. And another one was it was third down and, like, 17 to go, and they said that Seattle had a pass interference, and all they did, he hit him within five yards of the ball, which you're allowed to do right. uh, off off the line, and just made him reroute. Didn't hold him, didn't grab him, didn't do anything like that. And once again, he goes, yeah, that's a tough call right there. And that was third and 17, and then the Rams ended up getting a first down and then scoring uh, on that drive. Just just two egregious things yesterday, and, and even the rules official was like, yeah. They You're upset because the Seahawks it. lost the game. No. Because I yes. no, because I, I don't know if they would have won if those two. Even if those two plays are turned around, well, yeah, I don't know if they. Even, just in general, you're win. upset because the Seahawks. No, lost. I want them to lose. No, you don't. Yes, I do. They have no chance of going anywhere in the playoffs. So you want even them because you want to get a draft. Pick. I want to get a draft pick. I want them to lose. I just hate it when referees make egregious mistakes. Okay, like that. I when hear people say this people a lot. You're not the only person I've ever heard say, I want my team to lose the rest of the way because I want to get a better draft pick. Here's the problem. The Seahawks have missed on first-round picks so often. Who is it that you want in this year's NFL draft that makes you want to be in misery the next month of watching football games so that you get a certain draft pick? Uh, I would like them to be able to uh, either, A, get a first-round draft pick that they can trade away for three or four more picks like they usually do. Don't they have their first-round pick already traded away to the Jets this year? Possibly. I think they do. But they uh, also could uh, pick up more draft picks because I'm not sure if Russell Wilson is going to be there after this year. Well, therein lies a really good conundrum. I think Russell Wilson will stay in Seattle the rest of his career. That, that, that's just a prediction. Clearly, I don't know very much about football, but I know enough to say that in the NFL, if you've got a premier quarterback, you don't let him go for anything other than a king's ransom. If there's any chance of Seattle being good in the next decade, they probably want to keep Russell Wilson around. Since I don't have any scores in front of me, that's the best I'm going to give you here for sports today. And here's the thing. I love Russell Wilson. I know you do. I do. And I would love him to stay. Unfortunately, after next year, his next contract is going to cost north of $40 million a year to yeah, keep him. probably. $40 million a year. You can afford to play between pay between four to six players. Says the guy that's had a great quarterback the last how many seasons? Well, they had a great quarterback before Russell Wilson, too. They've had they've had, they've had okay. quarterbacks. They've never had a quarterback as good as Russell Wilson. No, not as good as Ever. Russell Wilson. But, you know, Russell Wilson, his best quarterbacking and their best teams came when he wasn't a good quarterback. He's become a great quarterback, and it's cost him, but his first two years in the league, he was an okay quarterback. Seahawk Talk is brought to you by... That guy's fresh deli because oh, it's sports time, Mike. Yes, sports time is over now, by the way. Yeah, it is. All right. KBOI News Time is 618. Download the 670 KBOI app for your smartphone for free. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. All these people who have not been vaccinated, you have an obligation to yourselves, to your family, and quite frankly... I know I'll get criticized for this to your country. I know some Americans are wondering, 
if you can safely celebrate the holidays with your family and friends? The answer is yes, you can. If you and those you celebrate with are vaccinated, particularly if you've gotten your booster shot. President Joe Biden uh, addressed the nation yesterday. Those are a couple of his uh, takeaways from his uh, talk to the nation. A couple of other uh, takeaways. He is uh, going to be sending troops to overburdened hospitals. He announced that he has uh, directed Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin to mobilize 1,000 service members, including doctors, nurses, and other medical personnel to assist health care centers who are being overburdened. Uh, another takeaway, the government will purchase a half a billion that's with a B, at-home rapid tests, and give them to Americans for free. Deliveries are slated to begin in the new year, with the new website being rolled out for those who want to get a test sent to their homes. Should be about two tests per person, then. Yeah, a pack of uh, two tests, by the way, runs about $25, but you will not have to pay anything because federal government is going to pay for it, which means you're going to be paying for it. Yeah, you're kind of contradicting yourself, but then again, the government (laughs) did it first. Uh, Biden said the administration has worked with Google also to make it easier to search for free local COVID-19 tests. They will be expanding uh, hospital capacity. White House is working with Federal uh, Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, to expand the number of beds at hospitals as they become overwhelmed with COVID-19 cases. On Monday, 23 states had 80% or more Intensive care unit beds in use. That's 23 states. And the, and the, the I don't know, the, the bad part about the Omicron is it's it's not like it's, you know, inching up 5% per day. No, it's, it's got the, up it's, 73% it's, this yeah, week. It's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like doubling and that's, tripling. That's way more um, than any of the previous variants. Right. Now, the, they still don't know. Research still doesn't show yet. Um, you know, we're still early part into the Omicron variant. It's only been in the United States for a couple of weeks. Um, but fingers crossed, it's looking like uh, people get less seriously ill. But there are still people getting very sick from it. Um, as we mentioned earlier um, this week, a uh, person passed away due to uh, Omicron variant in Houston, Texas, believed to be the first in the uh, United States. He did pass away, and he had um, other underlying conditions beyond the uh, Omicron, yeah, that's variant. Generally, generally, what happens? They, you know, it, it attacks somebody who's already sick and just makes them very, very sicker. The other uh, takeaway and another good one: Biden said uh, that there will be no lockdowns. He said, "Make it clear this is not March 2020 when discussing the threat of Omicron. Um, we're making sure COVID-19 no longer closes businesses or schools." And I, I mean, I don't, I don't think there's any appetite here in the United States. Definitely not here in Idaho. Um, I can't speak for the rest of the country, but I don't think there's a big appetite for close downs ever happening again. Oh, I think you can speak for the rest of the country. I don't All think right. anybody likes those. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. I mean, he still, he still kept emphasizing during this thing that uh, you will be fine, but everybody has to get. Vac- the vaccine or has to get inoculated and if 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 not uh then it you know probably will continue to kill people by the way this was way better yesterday than his message a few days ago he said when we we're looking at a winter of death and illness merry christmas everybody true he probably got a new writer <laughs>
208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless underway for a uh, Wednesday morning. Uh, phone lines are open. What do you want to talk about? We've got two more days. We're not going to be here on Friday, which is normally open phones Friday. It's kind of a, a slower news week this time of year, traditionally. So uh, we'll talk about anything you want to talk about. If you would like to talk about something, please feel free to give us a call. You can also email Chris at KBOI.com or Mike at KBOI.com. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. It is uh, the uh, holidays, a couple days before uh, Christmas. Rick Worthington wearing his brand new Christmas shirt today. Nothing says Christmas like Christmas party, Nakatomi Plaza, 1988. <laughs> Christmas right. shirt. Now hey, Christmas, a, pal! Now that's a good shirt. <laughs> yeah. My wife got me this. That's an awesome shirt. And I, I like it. it, so I'm wearing it. <laughs> I guess that pretty much ends the argument whether or not uh, that movie, Die Hard, is a Christmas movie or They not. make Christmas shirts <laughs> yeah. about Die Hard, so it's got to be a Christmas movie. Come to the coast, she said. We'll have a I good think time. There, there are Christmas movies, and then there are movies <laughs> set at Christmas time. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll just put them all in one pile. It's okay. Yeah. It's all about a Christmas party you that betcha. goes wrong. I mean, what could be more Christmassy than Christmas party? I've seen so many people posting on uh, social media going, my holidays can begin now. I've finally seen Hans Gruber fall off Nakatomi <laughs> Plaza. So that means uh, it's it's like the ball oh. dropping on New Year's oh. Eve. Oh. <laughs> uh, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, we are close to the holidays, usually a slower time of year for news. So if you have something you want to talk about this morning, maybe not necessarily, that uh, we are talking about, feel free to uh, get into us once again by calling us. You can also email Chris at uh, KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. Dustin wrote us this morning. This is kind of a, a cool um, email this morning. I can hear your radio station all the way from Valley View, Alberta, Canada. Holy today. smokes. Oh, just on a regular radio. Yeah. Fantastic. That's impressive. And we've this is not the first call that we've got, you know, from Canada. Remember... Um, Welcome to the show, eh? Back, back in uh, when I first started here three years ago, I remember a call. Somebody was out feeding their cattle north of the uh, Idaho-Canada border and had mm. called in and say, I'm picking you up just like you're... You're right here local, eh? <laughs> it's 30, because we were talking about how cold it was, and it was like 10 degrees, and it goes, it's 30 below zero here. The Nordiques and the Canadians played a good one last night, eh? <laughs> oh, yeah, they were super. Got my toque on, and uh, we're out here with That's the hosers. Uh, in, in, in Alberta, it would be the uh, Oilers against the Flames. Oh, yeah, they play well, too. Oh. I like both those teams. I especially like Don Cherry when he wears the jacket on uh, hockey night. In Canada, every Friday. You're sounding a little more like Minnesota. Well, what's the difference is all I got to know. A border. (laughs) 
There's a little thing called the, the, the border that... I don't know why you got to be so critical, you know. Sorry, didn't mean to make you cry. There Take we go. Making, making Rick Worthington cry again. Let's move on. We'd, get into... we'd like to uh, apologize for any sensitive Canadians in the audience today. <laughs> hey, I hear if you get a mouse in your beer, you like get free beer for a long time. Dustin, we apologize. Thank you for listening I, that's in my Canada best this morning. Bob, I, I, had, I had that album, and, and you're doing very well. <laughs> it's time for a look at sports, eh? For, oh, yeah. This update, recess. It's a good one. <laughs> we're going to be handing out smokes outside. So. <laughs> uh, this update, by the way, is brought to you by uh, Fat Guys Fresh Deli, the place to go get that great Canadian uh, hey, Bob, today. take off, eh? Jalapeno bacon potato cheddar. Um, although uh, in Canada, it's not bacon. It's side pork, eh? The guys at Fat Guys wanted me to tell you that they're going to be open on Christmas Eve until oh, 3 o'clock. man. Eh? How awesome is that? You can go get Christmas soup on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve soup, yeah. Early in the day, anyway. All right, I'm done with that. Right. Uh, I did not get a chance to play the highlights, so I will now. Now they go empty. Three by two. Trips to his left. That's where he looks initially. Gets through it. Drives the ball down the right seam. Cooper Cup has the catch. Middle of the field at the 10. Five. Touchdown. L.A.'s Cooper Cup with his second touchdown of the second half. And the Rams are back on the high side. Cooper Cup coming through for folks really right on the border of their fantasy football playoffs. Yeah, whatever. Cooper Cup. How'd your team do last night there, Mike? I think I won by a whole bunch. You didn't make the playoffs. Uh, I ended up one game ahead of you. Uh, Chris Walton's in the Fat Guys playoff. Congratulations, Chris Walton. Nice for you, Chris. Uh, The Rams, by the way, beat the Seahawks last night 20-10. to The Rams are in first place for now in the NL West. By the way, can I I just say Cooper Uh, Cup? I said NL. NFC West. West. Uh, Cooper Cup needs to get some um, MVP votes. That guy has just been like, like unstoppable said, this year. Like I said, he's been on my uh, fantasy team all year, and he has definitely been my MVP, even though my quarterback was pretty good, too. There were two Tuesday night football games. Here was the other. First and 10 Eagles. That was 34 yards. Hurts again is rolling. He's looking. He is firing. It is caught. Touchdown. He got it to Greg Ward, who spun around and brought it to his chest. Jalen Hurts didn't set the world on fire, but he did help the Eagles to a 27-17 win over the Washington football team uh, yesterday. Probably eliminating Washington from the playoffs. I would say they are not a playoff team. But I say the same thing about the Raiders, and they won this week too, so whatever. (laughs) Uh, There were other football games played yesterday, as we mentioned, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl, for all those Aztec fans out there, we'll have a little more on that for you. And Boise State basketball tonight against a Pac-12 team. Tell you about that coming up at 7.15. KBOI News Time is 6.47. Get 6.70 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 6.70 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 6.70 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 37 degrees now in downtown Boise. On the way for you a little bit later this morning, 8 o'clock hour, get a chance for a $50 gift certificate to Granny C's Bakery. By the way, if you win it, you can use it for yourself. You can take it for your family. Or it's that time of year, you can uh, actually use this and uh, get some great items for a holiday party that might be coming up they've uh, got pies cakes pastries all sorts of good stuff and some really good 
biscuits and uh, gravy if you want to uh, eat some breakfast while you were there. Plus, they've got quiche. $50 gift certificate could be yours. If you can answer our question, it's brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty, celebrating their 20th anniversary this month. Call 208-888-4128 for all your real estate needs. Our question, what city did the first Salvation Army Collection kettle appear here in the U.S.? Uh, the first collection kettle was actually a crab pot. I don't know. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at one. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pounds six seventy on your Verizon wireless. If you want to get through to us this morning, you can also email. Mike at KBY.com and uh, Chris at KBY.com. Send us an instant message through a fan page on Facebook. Or you can uh, also uh, text us. Main number, same as our main number, 208-336-3700. And uh, already getting an email in this morning. No name on this one, and probably because he didn't want to be ridiculed when we read it. Um, or she, whoever wrote it. Didn't your mothers ever teach you to? It's wrong to lie, including by omission. Telling your listeners the ICUs are 80% full and leaving them with the impression it's because of the virus is a lie. Hospitals always maintain an 80% occupancy. That's how they make their money. This variant causes headaches, runny noses, and fatigue. Almost no one ends up in the hospital. Why do you push your fear propaganda? I've lost all respect for you two, uh, along with your so-called health professionals. All right, dude, let me, uh, let, me, let me start from the top on this. First of all, Chris or I, neither one of you, neither one of us said that the ICUs are 80% full. The President of the United States, in his speech yesterday, which we were quoting, said that the uh, the, uh, ICUs in 23 states, not all states, 23 states, are 80% full. That comes from the Department of Health. That doesn't come from Chris. It doesn't come from I trying to scare you and make you go under your little bed. Also, there's a huge difference when you say hospitals always maintain an 80% occupancy. That's different than 80% being full in the ICU. Not all beds in a hospital are ICU beds. Quit trying to scare people, guys. Jeez. So when, when you say you lost respect for us, um, I, I, I don't know why you had respect for us in the first place because we never said any of the stuff you just accused us of saying. We just passed along the information from the President of the United States and the Idaho Department, or not the Idaho, the uh, National Department of Health. Make up your mind. However, so, um, we, 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 we do recognize your right to be wrong, mm-hmm. uh, writer, whoever you are, and uh, we're not saying that you're wrong or that you're an idiot or that you're stupid or, or any of those things that we wouldn't say to you, uh, but, you know, we just have different information, obviously, than you do, and... And, and you know, uh, chances are, uh, <clears throat> oh, you, you just don't know what you're talking about. Okay, <laughs> yeah. just, here, let let me let me help you all sum that up, Chris. Shut, can I? Is that okay? Yeah. Um, whoever you are, because you didn't put a name on your email, you have the rights to your own opinion. You don't have the rights to your own facts. This Pe- is true. Period. All right. So. Yeah. By the way, we're not working for some uh, giant uh, medical industry uh you know a plot yeah and and once again i don't don't know if you missed the part where we started talking about this um you know we we told you those were five takeaways from president biden's 
address yesterday. Right. That's all it was. We were just giving the information. Now, if you choose to be scared and call it propaganda, that's perfectly fine. Because like I said, you're entitled to your own opinions, but you're not entitled to your own facts. True. True enough. Uh, Gabe writes in, and once again, we're pretty much for the next two days, um, this is going to be open phones for the rest of the week because we're not going to be here on Friday, number one. Uh, but so anything you want to talk about here before the holidays, whether it be the holidays or anything else, feel free to go ahead and uh, call us up at 208-336-3700. Uh, this one comes from uh, Gabe. It's interesting uh, how yet again comments, uh, comments from Scott Yenner last week keep getting taken out of context. Let me sum it up because this is not a new type of speech from Yenner. Yes, I took his class back in the day. He's saying feminism celebrates the independent woman who works in mid-level jobs where they are financially secure but don't exactly ascend to the world's elite. Yet feminism ignores the women who do stay home, volunteer, and sacrifice for their family, let alone uh, even start a family. Every uh, facet of society at this point basically accepts this. Parties, policies, etc. It's not a new notion or theory, to be honest. I'm not surprised his comments or his solutions were taken way out of context or completely ignored. Well, see, I don't agree with his comments anyway, because feminism is not uh, about simply celebrating the women who go out to, uh, to work. Feminism is about uh, women having the opportunity to make decisions for themselves that affect their own lives. And if their decision is to uh, be a, uh, a stay-at-home mother, uh, whatever they want to do, that is uh, just fine with feminism. He condemned feminism. He he condemned he condemned feminism. Uh, feminism, and the quote from Scott Yenner is: "Girls are told to become as independent as boys are said to be. They are more medicated." meddlesome and quarrelsome than women need to be that's a direct quote that is not a misquote that is a direct quote again i respect you know his right to say that but he sounds like a a sexist moron (laughs) what it sounds like and when he was on with uh nate showman you know he he says he totally encourages women to go to college he has women in his classes um and part of the problem that he has with the feminist movement is that they support people who are going to get a job, but they don't support people to make the decision, or women and, um, specifically, who decide that they do want to stay home. And he says that they think he thinks that they should be supported just as much as women who decide to go out into the workplace. I think he should have just said it maybe a little more eloquently than he yeah. did. You know, calling people meddlesome and yeah. medicated what is it, not the it, same way as saying, let's celebrate moms and try and bring back, you know, Strong families. It, what it sounds like to me, and uh, I feel like I'm accurate in saying this, is it sounds like uh, he said, I don't care for feminism because women don't act the way that I would prefer they act. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. KBOI News Time, 7.15. Let's get a uh, check on what's going on in sports. Once again this morning, it's brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli. Don't forget, it is Wednesday. It's soup season. Almost every day is going to be soup day and one of their most popular soups, jalapeno bacon, potato cheddar. Every Wednesday, you get that, team it up with a sandwich, salad, or a wrap. You got yourself a full meal. Fat Guy's Fresh Deli and Meridian. And for you, you know, guys that like to procrastinate, you're going to be out shopping on Christmas Eve. Fat Guy's will be open until 3 o'clock on Christmas Eve, so you can get some lunch while you're out there getting your last-minute shopping. By the way, I will just give you one hint. 
you, you get lunch there. Don't do your shopping there because I, I don't think the rest of the family. You can get a gift certificate if that guy's. One, but do some other shopping besides that because just. Who wouldn't like a hot bowl of soup? I would love a hot bowl of soup. Well, there you go. Christmas presents all Right now. Tonight, the Broncos have a basketball game with the Pac-12 opponent. The Boise State basketball team will play its last non-conference game of the season tonight against Washington State in Spokane. The Broncos have won five in a row heading into the matchup with the Cougs. The offense has come around, averaging 79 points in the streak, and the defense has remained tight. Two Bronco mainstays, Tyson Degenhardt and Najee Smith, are returning home to Spokane. And Coach Rice is excited for the matchup. You know, I thought this would be a good opportunity to play a good team on a neutral court, but also get those guys home, and it's going to be a good game. Got, both of us are 8-4. and four. They've had some ups and downs. We've had some ups and downs, and I think it's two, two pretty good teams. It's going to be a battle. Washington State leads the overall series with the Broncos 4-2. to two. Our coverage will begin tonight at 5.30. Bob Beeler, 670 KBOI. Mike, all I'm saying is if I bought my son a Worthington sub, with mm-hmm. extra bacon, yeah, he'd give me a great big hug. But if you came home and that's the only thing everybody in your house got, you'd be in trouble. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah, I probably. If, I don't if, know about that. if you came home and you're like, hey, if you offered spent, them a Shellman sandwich, I spent that just messy looking thing. I mean, that probably wouldn't go over very well. I spent but the all afternoon sub. at Fat Guys, and all the stores were closed <laughs> by the time I did Christmas shopping. So this is all you get. KBOI News Time at seven seventeen. Time for the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. 722, Jeremiah Bates with us once again to talk about uh, your money as we get closer and closer to the end of the uh, year. I'm guessing it's just way too late, Jeremiah, uh, if you want to do anything to help out your situation for taxes or anything like that, since, you know, today's the 22nd, right? It's too late. You still have time, although not very much time. Inevitably, this happens every time of year where uh, we we try to do prudent planning, try to get everything set up, but uh, ultimately we do run into a few individuals where we're running up against the clock to try to take advantage of, you know, hey, it was a big tax year, there was a big taxable event that they didn't foresee happening where they're like, holy smokes, how do I save on these things? Well, there's a few things you can do, particularly for Idaho. Now, a lot of tax moves you are able to make by the tax filing deadline next year, meaning April 15th. So you don't have to feel rushed to put money inside of just a traditional IRA or inside of a Roth IRA. Generally, you have until tax filing deadline next year for this year to go ahead and do that. But there's a few that do need to be done before December 31st, one of which is if you want to put money into a 529 for Idaho's 529, which I recommend you do, if you're going to be saving money for education expenses inside of a 529 account, Use the Idaho 529, idsaves.org. You can deduct up to $12,000 against your Idaho state income if you put that amount inside of an Idaho 529, of course, if you're a married couple filing jointly. Um, an Idaho medical savings account. Now, again, if you are if you file jointly, you can put up to $20,000. That's deductible against your Idaho state income. It's an Idaho medical savings account. Additionally, you can do tax loss harvesting. Let's imagine that you've had some great gains. You were a great stock picker and you just crushed it this year and you sold some positions to lock in the gain but now it's going to be a taxable event. Well, go look at your account. Now, again, this is assuming this account is just held in your name. It's not an IRA. It's actual. Ta- it's a taxable account. You can go find some losers. Lock in the loss. 
because you can use that loss to offset your gain. Now, let's imagine it's a stock or something that some, something that you think has long-term potential. You don't want to get rid of it. You can go buy it back in 30 days. Just wait 30 days, and you'll still be eligible to book that loss to offset some of those gains. So a lot of things um, you have plenty of time to do. You have until April 15th. Some of these things, just the month, the ones that I mentioned, have to, de- have to be done before the end of the year. So you still got time, just not okay. a lot of time. I have a really important question. I, I think this is something we could all make money on. So, you know, just blanket statement right now. Got some insider information oh, that the government's going to spend billions of dollars on tests. Who do we invest in now? Yeah, that's 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 the ultimate question, right? What? What do you mean the ultimate question? That's insider info. I mean, it's not insider info because everyone knows about it now. It's public. It's public information. Ah. That's going to be priced in. I mean, Plus, you it, just said it on the radio, Rick. So now everybody knows. You just oh yeah, we're on the radio. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't hit the sell button, Rick. The markets are flat this morning. Let's keep it that way. Hey, it, there's not going to be a lot of volatility. Not a lot of action in the market today and tomorrow. People are looking forward to the holidays. So I was looking to make it. us some money, man. We're <laughs> making may, money today. That may have to wait till next week, my friend. Next <laughs> okay. week. Thank you, buddy. Jeremiah, thank you very much. Uh, stock market down just a little bit ahead of the opening coming up here in just a couple. Of minutes uh we'll talk to you one more time this week tomorrow morning and then of course we'll get updates here from you in about an hour thanks gents broadcasting from the empire title studios we are news talk kboi Seven thirty-four. is time 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Just want to get into the holiday spirit. I don't know about you, but looking at uh, amazing, beautiful Christmas lights uh, gets me there. A chance for you to uh, see some Christmas lights for free. We're talking Christmas in Color, which is going on at Expo Idaho. It will be happening through New Year's. So even if it's uh, his a very busy holiday season and you can't get out to here in the next couple of days, it will be going on into next week. We have a chance for you to go absolutely free right now at 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Um, you don't have to get out of your car, by the way. This is a drive through Christmas light experience. It's called Christmas in Color. I think this is the third, fourth year that it has happened at Expo Idaho. It's your chance to get them. We got a free pass for you. $40 value, all yours. 208 336 3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Caller number six. They are yours. Talk carefully. Good luck. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. What was our winner's name again? Tyler Butler. Congratulations, Tyler. That's the one. Tyler is headed to uh, get in the Christmas spirit. It's going to be uh, going to Expo Idaho Christmas in color. We've got one more uh, pass to give away coming up here tomorrow morning if you didn't win, so make sure you're listening in. Once again, uh, Christmas in color at Expo Idaho is going to be going on through next week. great part about it is uh, you don't like walking to look at your Christmas lights. Don't have to get out of your car. Uh, You can check it out, christmasincolor.com, for more information. Doug and Meridian have been being uh, very patient this morning. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Yeah, yeah, I have been on hold for a little bit, but... Merry Christmas to all, all three of you guys. Thank you. And and the whole group there. I mean, the honesty that comes from you guys is incredible. Um, you get one of those people that probably are from CNN, from that 
no name person. Oh, from the email that we got last last half hour. Yeah, they just yeah. Um, I I just think uh, they got up maybe on the wrong side of bed this morning, and somebody harshed their mellow, and uh, they wanted to yell at us, and they chose the uh, Casper and Chris show to uh, yell at. So that's fine. They, Once again, they're, if they're, they're entitled, like talking to that's either an employee of CNN or they are focusing on CNN. Yeah, who who knows? Thank you for the call, Doug. Appreciate thanks it. and Merry Christmas to you as well. Our, our Archie Nemesis, if that is his real name. Writes in, says, Mike and Chris, you truly showed your real colors. Why did you get left out of this? Mike and Tr- Chris, you truly showed your real colors uh, in what the professor Yenner said. You are cuckold by Marxist ideology, which wow. makes all three of you cucks, C-U-C-K-S. <laughs> Feminism is anti-humanity. Feminism is Femininity is the true love of humanity. Defending feminism is not defending tradition. You cannot be called conservatives because you don't defend anything that's traditional or very little. Yep, you're blue, limp-wristed Republicans, period. Signed, Archie Nemesis. Thank you, Archie. Thank you. Look, I I don't know if I'm a feminist or not, um, but I support a a woman's right to uh, choose what she wants to do for her career, for you know, her family and whatever that is. I say that knowing full well at this time of the morning that my wife is listening. Now, if I knew full well that she wasn't listening or there was a chance she wasn't listening, then I would say, you know, I fully support, you know, enslaving women and making them do what you wish that they, you wanted them to do and not let them have the freedom of choice. You know, it, it's really all about choices. You know, it, if you have a, a, a daughter, you want her to have the choice to do what she wants to do, whether that's be a professional and be in the workplace or stay at home and be a mom, right? And or be a stay at home. Now, for instance, my wife has been a stay at home mom over the last decade. Before that, you know, we were forced to be a two income family and she did have to work a little bit. So it was a balancing act for our boys of, you know, being a professional and also being a stay at home mom. And the same was true for me being a dad that was home with the boys most of the day and also having a profession. Now we've had an opportunity to show our girls that it's okay to be a homemaker, but it's okay. If you want to choose to do something else, it's just about choices. It's not feminism. No, they should have to do what I tell them to do. Well, that's what a lot of guys think. Wish the world worked like that. It's not. <laughs> KBOI News Time, 745. Let's get another check. final check on what's going on with sports. Once again this morning, it's brought to you by Fat Guy's Fresh Deli, the place to go on Meridian for lunch. We had mentioned, you know, Christmas shopping. You know, that would be a fabulous gift for anybody in the family. Get them a uh, coupon. A coupon. A Fat Guy's Fresh Deli coupon so they can go in and get uh, either their soup, salads, wrap, or anytime they want at Fat Guy's Fresh Deli, which, by the way, open Monday through Saturday, um, and they are opening up on Christmas Eve until 3 o'clock. That's right. So you still have a chance to get out and do your Christmas shopping on Christmas Eve and get a great, delicious, warming lunch at Fat Guy's Fresh Deli. If you missed out on the Extreme Bowl game, the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl, you missed something. They're at the 24-yard line, going right to left, 247, clock moving. Lucas, not to make a throw, wide open for a moment. If he got the ball there in the end zone in time, Tyrell Shavers, touchdown! That's a call on XTRA Radio, 1360 is Tyrell Shavers, 24-yard touchdown catch. Gave the Aztecs a 31-17 lead 
over the Roadrunners in the third quarter. San Diego State would go on to beat UTSA 38-24 to to win the spectacular, unbelievable Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. That's a little offensive, you know, Tropical Smoothie. I guess it's not. Maybe, you know, whatever. Uh, how about the famous Idaho Potato Bowl? A pretty good day for the Wyoming quarterback. He threw for 127 yards and a touchdown. He ran for 200 yards and four touchdowns. One of them an 80-yard touchdown, by the way. Levi Williams, the MVP of the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, as the Wyoming Cowboys go on to beat the golden flashes of mighty Kent State and the Mac, 52-38. to Was there any sarcasm in that? Keep in mind, yes. if you're wondering and hoping that, you know, maybe that quarterback, Boise State, won't have to play against next year. No, he's only going to be a junior. Well, they handled him this year, so. Well, he was only a mm. sophomore this year. Oh, I yeah. see. May, uh, one year makes big oh, He's going to be a junior next year. You when better look out. quarterbacking. And here's the other thing. We have to play them in Wyoming next year. Well, that is a problem. I'm not going to lie. I worry about playing in Wyoming almost as much as I worry about playing in Hawaii. One, because it's warm and you want to go to the beach. The other, because it's freezing cold and nobody wants to be in a storm like that. <laughs> and it's over 7,000 feet. Yeah, I mean, there's that, too. Yeah. KBOI News Time is 747. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 7.53, phone lines open, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. What do you uh, want to talk about? We'll let you over the next two days talk about anything you want because we won't be here on Friday. That is Christmas Eve, which is normally open phones Friday. But because it's a little slower time of the year for news, we'll also let you uh, bring up and talk about anything you want to talk about. Rich uh, says that I am so disappointed in how you reacted to your anonymous messenger this morning. At least one of you subsequently made an effort to soften your response by saying you weren't saying that they were idiot, they were an idiot, etc. Your tone and manner both regretfully de- betray your personal perspective instead of encouraging open discussion why would someone think they'll get a fair listen from you after hearing that response signed uh disappointed and the name was uh rich who wrote that well at least rich signed his name to it the first time i mean at least we know who that came from rich um we fully don't mind open discussions and opinions but when you start out an email and call us liars because we passed along information from the president of the united states and the Department of Health, and say we made up just for the purpose of fear-mongering, I'm going to call you out on that, because that's not what we did. That wasn't our personal opinion. That wasn't us trying to fear-monger. We didn't say, oh, my God, you should be afraid. We just flat-out said, when you start out calling us a liar, we're going to point that out to you. Once again, I'll say it to you the same way as I said to him, and I don't mean this in any disrespect. You have the right to your own opinion, and we have fully encouraged that and that open discussion here on uh, our show, but you don't have the rights to your own facts. And calling us a liar and say we made that stuff up, we're going to call that out. Well, you know, if if the president says something, automatically there's a lot of people that are going to say, you know, they're going to call BS on that. Yeah. Anytime he says something, it doesn't matter what it is. Now, if he wanted to call up and say, in his opinion, the president was lying, that would have been a perfect thing. But he called us liars. Specifically, Chris and I, he said we were lying. Well, for generations, we have taken information from the president, and that's called news. That's 
official information given i i understand the source comes from a politically biased source because you know the president is politically motivated of course he's a politician but it, but it is an official news source. Yeah, and it came so from when the gov- his address yesterday. When the governor gives us information, that's from an official news source. Yes, he is also politically motivated. So when the governor or the president says, you should get vaccinated or you should wear a mask, that's not us telling you you should. That's information that's been given to us from an official news source and we're also telling you where it comes from. I mean, that's not lying. That's just telling you where it comes from. And it's our job to pass that information along to you. Yes, what you is. do with it after you get it is completely up to you. But if you, you are wanna, free to feel like that's garbage. Yeah, uh, but if you want a f- fully uh, open discussion, don't start it out by calling somebody a liar before you, you know, say what you're going to say because it's probably not going to be received well. Um, another email in, uh, you want a real study on feminism and what it's all about? Take the top 50 well-known conservative women and put them beside the top 50 well-known liberal women and study everything about their family lives. Now you'll know the truth about feminism. Let me help you with the first, uh, of the 50 examples. Compare Melania Trump and Hillary Clinton. Take away all the public appearances and compare just their family lives. Well, no family is perfect. Which example is more to be desired? I prefer no feminism. No name on that email, by the way, either. Uh, Carl and Starr uh, texted us, 208-336-3700, says, we have the dreaded rain-snow mix going on right now in, sno- in Star. Uh-oh. Yeah, that isn't fun. Uh, usually cause a slushy, icy mix. I don't uh, understand, Mike. Mm-hmm. What What is the problem that people have with feminism? I don't understand. I, I'm, I'm trying to understand. Feminism is advocating for women's rights based on the idea of having equal rights to both sexes. Equal rights. That's feminism in a nutshell. What's the problem? I'm I'm, I'm really asking, and if somebody has an answer to that, I'd love to know what it is. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless, uh, if you can explain it to uh, Rick. Because we have a lot of people who don't like it. I mean, the one right there just explains that, you know, he says no. Now, I'm, you feminism. may have a problem with extreme feminism, but, but why do you have a problem with offering equal rights to women and men at the same time? We'll get to your phone call coming up. For your Google Play, simply say, hey, Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Rick put out the challenge, and challenge accepted from that last great bastion of feminism. Libby Montana, Sean... Uh, you are listening uh, to us this morning all the way in Montana. Thank you. Oh, you bet. Hey, Sean. Um, thanks for I calling. Pre- Thank you, sir. Uh, I really you have a great program. I listen to it every morning. Ah, anyway, nice. uh, to get to the to get to get to it uh, to the point, I, I you know feminism feminism is important. It's uh, because uh, they do deserve equal pay for equal skills. And for what they do, uh, but unfortunately, there's a there's a small percentage of feminists that believe that in order to uh, to get ahead, they need to emasculate men, whether it be on the job or off the job. And this is where men get upset about it, uh, because men in this country have fought the wars wars 
uh, the infrastructure, built the infrastructure, and constructed this country, and to to be diminished and bypassed and ignored uh, is not right. And that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Um, I've seen uh, many examples of what I'm talking about in the military. I was in the Marine Corps, and uh, it's unfortunate. And they ruin it for the rest of the feminists, and that shouldn't have to be. Uh, anyway, that's it, sir, and that's my my point. All right. The emasculation of, of men. From some, not sure. all. Yeah. I, I would say small portion. I would only argue that that percentage is maybe what you would call extreme fem- feminism as opposed to right. feminism at its core, which is about equality. Exactly. Right. Thank uh, you, Sean. And hey, we see eye to eye. Yes, sir. Appreciate the call yes, and uh, appreciate you. you listening in uh, Libby, Montana. Are you listening to us uh, over the radio or are you listening uh, you know, on streaming? Uh, on the radio, I have um, I have a good reception this All morning. Right. So. Look at that. Boy. So Libby, Montana and uh, uh, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. We, we got, got a big uh, signal, man. Yeah, that's working out great. I like that. Hey, thank you for the uh, call, Sean. Appreciate it. Happy holidays to you. Yes, sir. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Take care. Uh, Greg in uh, Boise. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBY. Hi. Hey. Um, I heard you uh, make the challenge before the uh, top of the hour to call in and talk about feminism. I didn't hear the last caller because I was being screened. But um, feminism is a is a term that's being used by different people to promote different causes. I think if you start with just equality people should be treated as equals, then no one's going to have a problem. Well, well I shouldn't say no one. But the, the problem is going to be held by just a very few people. But when we start using a term like feminism, people use it to mean different things. Um, and I'm not here to defend uh, Professor Yainer, but uh, back in, in my time in the classroom, I'm retired now, a local electronics company would feature a lunch that only female students would be invited to so they could learn about careers in the electronic industry that that company represented. They didn't invite males. And I was always concerned about the message that that was sending. Now, when I brought that up, I was told I was being anti-feminist. And I said, no, wait a minute. You don't treat people as equals, but only invite some people to participate in something. Um, And in one of the classrooms, all the posters that featured young people in electronics or computer careers were all female. There weren't any males there. And so I'm concerned about the message that that can send to males sometimes. We don't, we have people recruiting women to be attorneys, but not men. We have companies recruiting women to be engineers, but not men. We don't, although logging companies would surely love to have women come in and be loggers, um, assuming capability here, what we don't have is a movement among women's rights or feminist movements for women to become loggers. Attorneys, yes. Heads of companies, yes. Engineers, yes. Computer workers, yes. But they're not asking, they're not channeling women to be auto mechanics or repair or plumbers or electricians. Now, those companies would love to hire women in those occupations. But people who oftentimes call themselves feminists don't advocate for women in those careers. And that's, and that's the problem we have when we start using the term feminism, is what some people mean by that or what their agendas are, 
are not clear. I see. Interesting. You know, Greg, all I can thank speak. Thank you, Greg, by the way. And thank you for the call. Uh, and I appreciate yeah. your perspective on that. I can't speak to what some people use the term feminism for. I, I don't think I can. I can't guess why people are using the term. But I understand, uh, I think, what your meaning is. But feminism, at its core, is about equality. Now, let, let me just give you a, a hypothetical, and I'll explain what I mean by equality. Let's say, Mike, that in your younger years, you and your wife discovered you are going to have a child. In an equal relationship, you would not assume that your wife is going to stay home to take care of that child. There would be a discussion about who, in fact, is going to stay home with our child and who is going to go to work. Or Women say equal to be truly equal, you need to have a discussion instead of just assuming the woman is staying home, that there should be a discussion about that. First of all, in, in my marriage, if I just assume stuff like that, uh, it well, you get an, beat over the head with a frying pan. And I get an that out of me. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I think in any relationship, if you just assume stuff, I'm it, just it's saying not a, it's not feminism is well. about is about equality. If you say that you're in favor of equality for races, you should be in favor of equality for sexes as well. And I'm saying that feminism is about equality. And that's why I don't have a, an understanding of what here, maybe people Steve, like Professor Jenner are so upset about. Maybe Steve will uh, help you out a little bit more here um, because it kind of the, some of the subjects you just brought up there. Great, great, um, great. Stephen Starr says the problem is not equal rights for women. If you look at the real stats concerning equal rights for women, you'll find that equality was reached some time ago, regardless of what the government and the National Organization of Women would like to have you believe. The real problem is now that other groups claiming they are fighting for women's equality. They are actually fighting for women to be the same as men, which misconstrues the meaning of equality. I don't care how you slice it. Women are not the same as men. That's Steve from Star. But they should have the same rights. He, that's what he said. He goes, women are equal, but they are not the same. Which I I kind of agree with. I mean, <laughs> all I have to do is, you know, well, nobody spend is the any same, time in the, in the bathroom. Nobody is the same. Yeah, but he's saying that the there are women's rights movements now that are saying that that is the case and he's disagreeing with that so kind of kind of to give your point of you know explain to me what is wrong with feminism um another one saying here it's not the whole grand scheme of feminism necessarily but there are as you put it extreme parts of feminism well, I'm, that I'm still not a bad name i'm still not getting an argument of what's wrong 208-336-3700. We'll get to more of your phone calls and emails coming up next. We have a $50 gift certificate to Granny C's Bakery. That's coming up right after Bronco Sports today. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. All right, Linda is going to get the chance to uh, answer our Casper and Chris damn near impossible question and score that $50 Granny C's gift card first at it today. Uh, Linda, 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 what city did the very first Salvation Army collection kettle First appear in the United States. What is San Francisco? <laughs> wow, I feel like I'm on Jeopardy. What is San Francisco? 
That is not only the correct answer, but it's also the correct way to answer the question if you are practicing to be on Jeopardy. Uh, San Francisco, yes, the actual first Salvation Army collection kettle uh, first appeared there. Um, and it was a large crab pot with a sign that said, keep the pot boiling. Congratulations, Linda. You got a $50 gift certificate to Granny C's. Hold on the line. We'll get some info from you. Uh, don't worry, all the rest of you who were on the line trying to get through this morning, we've got one more chance coming up tomorrow morning with our Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question. We will give you a chance to uh, answer and win. Coming up here uh, one more time. Tomorrow will be our last day on the air. Um, Festivus. I don't know why we didn't get Festivus. We got Christmas Eve off, but we don't get Festivus off. Something's wrong with the world, Rick. I'm sorry that you feel that way. Yeah. Um, I mean, Festivus is a very important holiday. You can air any of the grievances you want to right now. I got some problems with you people. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break. News at the bottom of the hour. And then uh, once again, we'll continue to uh, take your phone calls, your emails. Rick uh, had a challenge, wanted uh, people to call in and say what they don't like about feminism. What is wrong with it? Got a lot of information. Um, we just got an email in says, ha, 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 love all these male opinions of feminism. Um, stick around, because when we come back, we have some females' opinions on feminism coming up here. If you would like to uh, weigh in and give your thoughts to Rick this morning, he just wants to know, what, what are the problems that people have with feminism? Go ahead and give us a call, 208-336-3700. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. Phone lines are open, 208-336-3700, pounds, 670 on your Verizon Wireless. We'll talk about anything you want to talk about today and tomorrow because we won't be here for Open Phones Friday. And news is a little bit slower this week, so whatever you want to talk about. Right now, though, however, love to hear your, your thoughts. We're talking about... Feminism this morning, and and Rick, I'm not going to put words. You, you had put it out earlier as we were talking about this, and this all comes down to an email we got about professor at Boise State University, still receiving criticism, and you had put it out there. How did you put it once again? Well, I I just don't understand what people's problem with feminism is. Feminism is about equal rights for women, equal rights socially, equal rights at voting equal rights in pay, equal rights, equal to men. Women are equal to men. That's what feminism is about. And I don't have a problem with that. And I don't understand why anybody else has a problem with it. Either you're in favor of equality or you're not. And that's at the heart of feminism. So I just don't understand when people are ripping on feminists. Are you ripping on extreme feminism that just want to tear everything down and create, you know, something that is dominated by women. That's a different story, but that's extreme. So if you're in favor of equality, you're in favor of feminism. And I just want to know what your problem is with that. If you have a problem with feminism, can you be in favor of equality and not be in favor of feminism? That's a great question. I, I think you can be in favor of feminism and not extreme feminism at the same time. Here's an email from a feminine feminist. So in other words, this is a female writing to us. Gotcha. Feminism is not about equality. That's what they disguise it as. As a feminist, I'm supposed to believe I'm a victim. 
Men have been evil in the past. They need to look at me as an equal. How stupid we are not equal. Ever watch men and women compete physically? I don't need a discussion on who is raising the children. I'm the nurturer. If you want a discussion, you're drinking the Kool-Aid and are virtue signaling. I disagree with that. Feminists don't want men to take care of them. I love someone opening my door, etc. That's from a female feminist. I, I appreciate your perspective. I say that you should have the choice of whether or not you are the nurturer. Just because you're a woman doesn't mean you have to. Lindsay in Boise, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Yes, I completely agree with the email you just read. And I'd like to, man, I'd love to sit down with Rick and have a long conversation about this. But maybe just a couple comments. Maybe he's confusing the the idea of feminism with value and not ability. Because I can do anything that my husband can do within reason and within the law. Because there are no oppressive laws now, and that was what feminism created. But now we're into like second and third wave feminism, where people are saying men are the oppressors and women are the victims, like the email. But that's not true. I don't have an ability to lift the same amount of weight as my husband, period. That has nothing to do with how valuable I am or whether he allows me or whether I choose to, similar to... He doesn't have the ability to bear a child, whether no matter who chooses to stay home and, and raise it. So maybe you're confusing the ability versus the value idea. We aren't oppressed. We have every opportunity within the law to do the things that we choose to do. But genetically, we're not capable of doing the same things. And that has nothing to do with how important either one of us are. Thank you for your perspective yeah, on that. Lindsay, great points. Appreciate the call, too. You're welcome. Thanks, yep. guys. And it's from a female. I mean, because we up until a little while ago, we'd just been getting opinions from males. Look, all, all my argument is, is that while everything you said there is absolutely true, I'm saying it's still the heart of actually having the choice and the freedom to make your own choice in regards to those things, whether it's lifting something or taking care of a child, in an equal world, you still get to make that choice as opposed to being put into that position because that's what society expects you to do. Well, not, I'm saying equality really, is though. equality. Right, but not really, though. It, it, if you want to make the choice that you want to lift 200 pounds and you physically aren't able to lift 200 pounds, just because you have the choice doesn't mean you can do it. Just like if I want the choice that I want to be able to breastfeed my child, I want that choice to be able to do it. That's but a that silly argument. Mean, That's not what we're talking about. That Mike. is exactly what we're talking about. You have the choice. Tell me, tell me right now, legally, Mike, what if you, you want to don't feed, have the choice to if do. If you choose to be a homemaker, right. there are other ways to feed your child besides breastfeeding. I understand that. And so if you chose to be the, I completely understand the nurturer, that. you would have to feed by bottle instead of by breast, my man. I understand that. But if your doctor says the best way to get your child antibodies into their system and the best way you can feed your child over the first year is to do it by breastfeeding. There's only one person who can do that in, Mike, a, in if, a relationship. If and your that, wife that is, is free to make that choice for herself, 
then she's free to say, no, I don't right. want to do that. I, I want to continue with so, what I'm doing. And what I'm saying is, where in the United States right now are you not free to do that? I'm just talking about equality, Mike. I am too. That's what I'm talking about. You're free to make that choice. And her point was, that was what her point was, that it used to be that way and now it's not anymore. And that she was pointing out that you may want the choice to be able to lift 200 pounds, but just because you want that choice doesn't mean you can do it. Right? I understand your point, but I'm not conceding what you're saying. That's not my point. That's her point that she was was making. And I agree with it. Feminism is is about equality. It's about the ability to make your own choice. That's what it's about. And I understand your your position that just because you want to do something doesn't mean you can do it. I think we find that in all walks of life. But feminism is about not being told you have to do this because you're equipped for the job. It's still about making your own choices. And so far, the women who have weighed in that are against the feminism have said that same thing. I think that every woman we've spoken to agrees with the position that they're free to make their own decision and they want to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, Jana writes in, another female, feminism, this is, she says, these are the problems I have with feminism. Feminism claims that women are helpless victims of men while at the same time telling women that they are powerful and don't need men. Feminism claims that women are the victims of society that bend over backwards to meet all their demands. Feminism is strongly anti-women. It teaches that women who are not feminist are not real women. Feminism was supposed to liberate women from the kitchen. Instead, feminism has changed women to the cubicle so they can pay more taxes. And finally, feminism forces women to work, whereas before women had a choice as to whether to work or not. I don't, I don't know. I, I, it encourages. I, I don't, I don't think it that. forces women. Um, I, I, I think it. Feminism might encourage, but I don't think it forces women no, to work. Mike, quite, quite simply, feminism is about all genders having equal rights and opportunities. Yeah, and I I think some of the people that are writing in and saying that they disagree that that's what feminism is. They say that feminism and equality of rights are two different things. You can't lump them together. I'll tell you this, Mike. I know there's, there's groups out there that want to tear everything down because it's been so dominated by white men... For so long, I mean, even going back to the founding of this country, it's been dominated for so long by white men that you got to tear the whole damn thing down and start again and make sure that you have an equal number of white people and an equal number of black people and that you have an equal number of women as you do men. And that way, everything's equal and you hear all the voices. I realize there are groups out there, and that's what I would consider extreme. If you want to have equal men and women, vote them in. If you want to have equal black and white representatives, vote them in. But do it through the process. Don't tear everything down in order to just get there. Yeah, and equality is... That's that's what we call extreme ideas. Yeah, and equality isn't about, okay, we have to have 50% of men... And 50% of women. That's not equality. But what it's you, not an extreme idea is, if it happens naturally. No, but what equality is, is you have to have the same opportunity Correct. as men and women. It doesn't mean, oh, if this is going to be equal, we have to have 50% men and 50% women. No, you just everybody has to have Look, the equal You and I both know that women are generally speaking, 
and we're speaking in generalities Ooh, don't here. Don't do generalities. Generally speaking, women are more nurturing and they're equipped for it. And that's great. But those women should have the opportunity to choose to do something else with their life. And if it's a choice of being an engineer or an architect or being in politics, that should be their choice and they should have those avenues open to them. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll get to more of your phone calls if you would like to call in right now. Um, there are lines open. If you're waiting on the line, we will get to you. Uh, and coming up here next, another true feminist, an unashamed woman, has an email. She disagrees with you, Rick. I'm okay with people disagreeing with me. We will get it to happens that. happens often around here. <laughs> we will get to that uh, coming up here next. Go ahead and weigh with your thoughts. Um, and ladies, like I said, we, we're getting some emails. We've had a couple of phone calls. Um, but really, I mean, this is about you. How do you feel about it? Go ahead and give us a call. 208-336-3700. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Ah, great holiday discussion today. Gives you that warm, nice, Christmassy feeling all this over. This will get you all set for that discussion at the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the Christmas table. Eve dinner table <laughs> when you're, you know, when your feminist aunt shows up and she's all about it, and you're like, "Hey, I, you know, I talked about this on the radio." The Triple other day. dog dare you to bring <laughs> up this discussion at your Christmas dinner on Friday and Saturday. Oh, that's funny. Uh, Dustin and Eagle, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Hey, how are you guys? Hey, good. Dustin. Thanks for the call. As I'm, as I'm listening to you guys, I looked up the definition of feminism, and here it is. Belief in or advocacy of women's social, political, and economic rights, especially with regard to equality of the sexes. So I think we're in a circular argument here because you're both right. Uh, it, if, if we are taking that definition of feminism at its core value, then, yeah, you're right. Women, it, it, the, the, the issue, I think, is we start looking at roles and, and you're trying to place different, you're trying to, the argument is being made that one sex is more valuable than the other. One is being diminished over the other. And that's not true. If, in, a, in a good marriage, a man and a woman both bring equal uh, talents and abilities into the relationship. And somewhere along the line, a woman staying at home raising children was devalued, has, be, has, has look, been looked down upon. And that's the biggest mistake we've made as a society. Because I see. what's more important, I see what a you're marketing saying. manager... Or a person that is raising a responsible human being and citizen of society. Well, that's a, that's actually that's, a great point. You know, I, I appreciate that perspective, and I, I would, I can only speak for me. I can't speak for what everybody feels. I, I don't feel that I devalue a, a woman's right, role and I hear what in you're the saying, home. I absolutely agree with you. you know. But Thank uh, you for the I call, think Dustin. You're, you're right, it. though, Dustin. At the heart of my argument, I'm saying this is about equality, and either you're in favor of equality or you're not. Are you in favor of women making equal pay to what a man makes in the same position? I think we're all saying yes is the answer to that question. Are we in favor of extreme feminism that just wants to blow up everything 
and start over with as many women's voices as there are men's voices right now? No, we're not in favor of that. And I think we can we can safely say and, and assume, and I don't want to put words in anybody's mouth, but I think you can be for equal pay and equal rights and all for that and still be against feminism. I don't think feminism is just, you know, necessarily just that one thing of equal pay and equal rights. Well, it's an ideology. Yeah. You know, it's an idea that women can and should be equal to men in all facets of life. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Need to take a break. We've got news at the top of the hour. Uh, conversation uh, is going to continue. Like I said, if you are on hold right now, stay right where you're at. We'll get to you after uh, news at the top of the hour. But loving the fact that uh, all the women weighing in on this this morning, keep those coming in. We'll get to those emails. And once again, there are a couple lines open if you want to call right now. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless or 1-800-529-5264. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 906. Man, I just opened up a can of worms this morning, Rick. I guess. It's actually turned into a great conversation for the show. Appreciate all the phone calls uh, coming in this morning, talking about Feminism, and uh, Rick basically, uh, hour hour and a half ago, as we were talking about this, just said, all right, put it out there. What do you have against feminism? Especially love to hear hearing from the females. Continue those phone calls coming in, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. I guess it's part of this conversation, though, Mike, that you have to understand what I'm talking about when I talk about feminism, because apparently there are several different ideas of what feminism really is. And I'm just talking about feminism in its truest form, which is advocating for equality based on sex. That if you're a man, you deserve the same rights as a woman deserves. Equality. That's all I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that anybody so far has had a real problem with that. No. And, I, and, and some of the people that have called in and said, you know, hey, I don't have a problem with equality, but I have a problem with feminism, and then gave their reasons why they have a problem with feminism, and, and I, I, to a certain point, I, I get some of those points because, you know, maybe that's where feminism started out in, but as of right now, you know, legally you're not able to discriminate discriminate against a person just because of, of their sex, yeah. you know? Hi there. So Who are we talking to? Who's Brad on the line? Brad Eagle, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. I heard you back there, Brad. Hi there. Good morning. I, I have to say, so... Uh, I can think of a, a straight-out discrimination against women based upon sex, and that's the anti-abortion laws that are being pushed throughout the country. Uh, taking away the basic ability to control one's body is discriminatory. Um, so let's go back to the, the ERA movement in the 1970s. The largest opposition came from conservative women's groups, and women became their own worst enemy because they were constantly putting forward Ooh, this would happen, this would happen, this would happen. Ooh, husbands would, would be able to abandon and, and say the woman's responsible now. Child support payments would be, be denied because we've got equal rights and, and you can't get child support because of the equal... All the lies that were put forth to turn women against themselves. Hmm. I, 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 
I was raised in a household where my mother was semi-traditional, but both of my older sisters were active feminists. And all they wanted was the ability to be treated equally. They wanted to ensure that their voting rights were protected, that their body rights were protected, that they had the ability to earn the same base pay. I, I mean, you can still go and look at the, the information today in regards to women are paid approximately, it's about 84 cents to the dollar as opposed to a man. It's improved somewhat, but not much. It's disinformation. It's the inability to communicate a message that allows conversations like what's going on right now to take place. Um, Thank you, Brad. I, I, I appreciate your perspective here. You know, I, I think my perspective, Mike, might be similar to what many people have, have gone through in their lives. My parents are a traditional parenting household, all right? Dad worked all the time. Mom stayed home. But here's here's the problem. If my mother had said to my dad, I'm going to go out and get a job. If he said, no, you're not. And she wouldn't have gone out and got a job. And the reason he would have used, this, this is my parents I'm talking about, so mm-hmm. I don't take this lightly. Right. My dad would say, because I'm your husband and I make the choices. That is a traditional family in America. Going up through the 50s and 60s and 70s, if dad says, no, you're not, then mom's probably not. And I just don't believe that's right. Mom should be able to make her choice on her own as opposed to having to ask her husband for permission. Right. No, and I get that, but... Do you you understand where I'm coming from? But here we have feminism that's been going on for how many decades? We We have equal rights in this country. And so at this point, what has changed in between your mom and dad? They still love each other very, very much. But what has changed? They're still married. Yeah. If she wanted to go get a job, I'm using that as a hypothetic. That has not happened that I'm aware of. I know. But would she be, would would he allow her to go get a job now, even if she wanted to? You know, I'm I'm saying that he probably would have said, okay, you can go do that. My dad's a pretty good dude. Right. But I'm saying if he was strongly opposed to that because of their religious upbringing, if he had said, I'm your husband and I'm telling you, you can't do it. She probably would have said, okay, well, I won't go do it then. Yeah. Well, and she has options. I mean, and we see it every day. Is I realize that. You can't come to an agreement between two people having a discussion and their opinions. They get divorced. Women were considered property not even 100 years ago. If you were married, Mike, that woman was your property not that long ago. The court would have looked at a man's wife as his property. Yeah. And she's going to do what he says she's going to do. So, yeah, I kind of understand where women are coming from. We want to be treated as equals. And I totally get that. But that has not happened in your or my lifetime. You're absolutely right about that. I'm saying that's progress. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just think there's a little more progress to be made. So I don't have a real problem with feminism in what it says is we're about equality of the sexes. A true feminist. An unashamed woman writes, email Mike at KBY.com. Rick, in a nutshell, feminism says there are no roles. You decide for yourself. That's untrue. 
Men are not women. Women are not men. God designed each of us with a role, with traits we are best at, and I want to follow that design. Feminism would be appalled at my thought process. Let me put it this way. Would you want a plumber putting in electrical wiring in your new house or the drywall guy putting in your plumbing? You're happiest in the role God gave you. Celebrate it. Feminism, I say no. Thank you for that. Lisa says, good morning, Mike. Great discussion. Maybe feminism is simply equal access or practical. For example, if a woman can pass a physical requirement to be a firefighter, she's eligible to be one. So there isn't a gender exclusion or inclusion. You're either able to perform or you're not. I like it. Female also writes, Rick, your feminism is men kowtowing to women. Your feminism believes men mistreated women in the past and you, as a man, must always defer to a woman. Not true. If you always kowtow, you get a liberal woman. I mean, a spoiled brat. I was a female, not a victim, nor am I spoiled. Um, uh, Another one, I am It's really interesting that so many women have an idea of what feminism is, which is different than what I'm I'm talking about. And I'm not saying they're they're wrong. I'm just saying... My understanding of feminism is all about equality, not about you being built differently and therefore not, you know, not being a plumber, you're an electrician. It doesn't have anything to do with that. It's just about equality. If you want to be a plumber, you can be a plumber. And that's why I'm I'm loving the fact that we're hearing from women. I am on I'm, feminism. I'm, absolutely. And, yeah, cuz I mean, hey, look, you're you're going to be able to answer this better than me as a man giving my opinion on feminism. Uh Sandy and Boise, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Sandy, are you there? Mike, did you hit the right button I this thought time? I did, maybe not. All right, Sandy, are you there? Yes. Hi Sandy, thanks um, for calling. Sure. I'm a rarity. I am a conservative Republican female and i'm also a uh feminist um heck i marched for the equal rights amendment back in the 70s right on good for you um but being a republican um my mother and i both were active in the republican party we um we campaigned a lot for different candidates and at some function, my mother ran into a female um, um, state legislator who they got to somehow talking about the Equal Rights Amendment. My mother was traditional Southern Baptist, was, you know, not really. Sounds like my mom. Yeah. yeah. And um, until... The legislator said to her, well, you know, God did make woman to serve man. That didn't hit my mom right. Ah, yeah. She she came home from this meeting and said, what do you want me to help you with? And And she wasn't very traditional. She turned into a raving feminist. (laughs) Um, because she believed that God made woman to be the helpmate, to be equal to her husband. Right, right. You know, my my dad is... Not built to serve, but built to be a part of, you know? I like that. A team. I like that team. But anyway, so that... And one other thing, being a conservative Republican, I knew all the legislators in the state and it was so wonderful they didn't expect me 
could come up and say, I want to talk to you about the Equal Rights Amendment. Because they were used to people going, oh, you're awful, you're awful, you're awful. They knew me. They knew um, that I wasn't a raving lunatic. Well, that could be debatable. um, (laughs) We're not taking up that issue today. Sandy, uh, we're up against a break here. Thank you, Sandy. I appreciate your thoughts, and I appreciate you calling and uh, sharing this morning. Much appreciated. Happy holidays to you. Happy holidays to you, too. 208-336-3700. Need to take break we have uh, phone calls uh, waiting to get through i promise i'm going to get to you when you come back uh, next so you can also email mike at kby.com uh chris said to take off for a little bit this morning that's why you have rick worthington and myself filling in so uh if you're going to email just email mike at kboy.com download the 670 kboy app for your smartphone for free now back to mike casper and chris walton this is casper and chris live and local on news talk kboy 208 336 pounds 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Uh, Eric writes in, said, I enjoy listening to this discussion on feminism. However, I started listening late, just after the damn near impossible question, and I missed what initiated this discussion. Is there an appropriate, organic way to restrate that? To restate that, I would be interested. Um, this actually began after we got uh, an email from someone talking about... Professor Scott Yenner is being taken out of context yet again. He's taking his classes, and so that brought up the feminism talk. And then Rick, just before top of the hour at 8 o'clock, had said, you know, what do you have specifically against feminism? I would like you to call in and tell us what you have against the feminism movement. And that's where that's where we started, and... That's where we've got to this point this morning. We started I think out with we've learned some men. things since yeah, then. Yeah. You know, uh, number one, I think it's important that I point out my definition of feminism may be different than what some other people consider feminism to be. So it's important you know what my position really is, which is feminism is based on the equality of the sexes. Men and women are equal in life. I realize, having said that, that men have different plumbing than women, and you know each has what? a role in procreation. I get all that. Nevertheless, feminism, to me, is based on equality. And I don't understand why somebody would have a problem with that particular thing. And that's why I brought it up. Yeah. And we're finding it's about this equality. Morning, there were a lot of, and especially, I love the fact that women are weighing in on this because, like I said, a bunch of dudes talking about feminism doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So, so glad that women are calling in and writing in this morning. And, and we've learned a, a lot about, you know, women who say, hey, I'm all for equality, but I'm definitely against the feminist movement. Correct. Um, Elizabeth, thank you so much for being patient. Uh, sorry it's taken a while to get to you, but I appreciate you waiting on holds. You're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning to you. Well, thank you for taking my call. Uh, Good morning to you. Um, I just wanted to point out that the reason why feminism is still around is because there is still an implicit bias against women. And let me give you an example. Um, Some time ago, there was a news news story about a a cop that had been uh, beaten up by a suspect. Um, I don't remember how long ago, maybe a year or so ago. I think it was in Napa. And every time uh, it was reported on the news, um, each reporter uh, pointed out that that cop was a woman, um, which had no bearing on the story at all. Um, and, um, and these kinds of biases still affect 
women's career choices today. For example, my daughter, when she was in high school, she wanted to work with her hands and she wanted to try out a, a mechanics job. So she did a job shadowing. And um, uh, after that experience, um, she did not want to do that. So <laughs> um, there, there's, still, <laughs> there's still those biases uh, that I don't think men are aware that they have. Um, well, there's explicit bias, of course, um, from the professor and his ilk, but, uh, um, but most of the time, I, I believe it's an implicit bias that men just aren't aware that they have, um, that uh, thinks of women as maybe, oh, you can't do these certain things um, because you're a woman. Yeah, yeah it, that's my argument. There, There's a great joke, and I, I know it comes from a, a movie and a joke in a movie about bias in, um, oh, God, I'm trying to remember the uh, name of the movie. Kevin Cosner stars in, it, stars in a golf movie, and there's uh, a riddle being asked of Kevin Cosner. It says... Um, a person comes into the hospital after a car accident and needs to have surgery, and the person says, I cannot operate on this person because they're my child. How, how is this true? And um, I, I, can't, I can't remember exactly the way uh, the riddle went, but it had yeah, something to do. It shows, it showed the bias because Kevin Cosner couldn't come up, well, I don't, I don't know, maybe he adopted or something like that. And it's like, no, the doctor was a woman. It was ah, his. It was his mother who couldn't I operate, gotcha. not not his dad who yeah, couldn't so operate, showing bias just like that. That I gotcha. automatically assuming that only doctors can be men, when we all yes. know that that's not true. Yes. Um, yeah. And um, having grown up in the seventies, you know, I've I've, I've seen the improvements. Um, I remember learning to read by um, helping my mom uh, look through the want ads, and they were divided by sex. Um, and of course, we've come a long way since then. But, when uh, when was that? We, I know uh, that was early, early seventies. <laughs> okay, I was gonna, I was going to say, God, I don't remember about that. That's fascinating. Elizabeth, I, to, I made a point a, a little while ago that you know it, it's not so long ago in our history that women were considered the property of their husbands, and if the husband said you're going to do this, then that's what she was going to do, whether she wanted to do it or not. And I think it's important that feminism continues to try and push the idea that sexes are equal and should be equal. And that's really what my argument is all about today. I, I'm not trying to push an agenda for anyone other than to just say I, I think equality is a pretty good thing and we should keep striving towards that. Well, I'm with you 100%. <laughs> Thank you uh, for the call, Elizabeth. Appreciate it, and thanks. thanks for holding on. See how I started singing to the choir on mm-hmm. that one? Yeah. I like that. Thanks, I, Elizabeth. You know what Take I call care. that, Rick? It's not singing to the choir. It's called sucking up. Whatever, dude. 208-336-3700. Need to take a break. Got news at the bottom of the hour. Uh, Our two callers that are waiting there right now, I promise I'm going to get to you after news. Uh, We do have a couple of lines still open if you want to get through. 208-336-3700. More of your phone calls and emails coming up. Uh, Once again, what do you have against feminism? Go ahead and weigh in. Broadcasting from the Empire Tidal Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. 9.34, 9.34, phone lines open, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Dow continues to uh, claw some of the losses back from uh, last week, up yesterday and uh, up again today, 183 points to the good so far. To the phone lines we go. Uh, Noreen, thanks for being patient. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Thank you for taking my call. I have a, a important piece of information that hasn't been covered 
and I feel like it needs to be out as part of this discussion. I have a granddaughter who is a senior at Boise State University. Um, she is on full scholarship because of her academic prowess. And when she heard Mr. Yenner's speech, she bared, rolled her shoulders back, and she said, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. So she went to the university, talked to the scholarship office. She started a GoFundMe page, and from the day that Mr. Yenner made his speech until today, she has over $50,000 in the scholarship fund with Boise State University. They tell her it's enough to fund two women. They all need to be in the STEM um, medical engineering STEM, you know, won't be like mm-hmm. swimming yeah, you know, yeah, or something. Yeah. Something um, constructive and good that a, a couple of girls cannot afford to do on their own. She, the, her GoFundMe is now worth two women's scholarship in a STEM project to let Mr. Yenner understand that women are not just meddlesome and troublesome and quarrelsome. <laughs> they have abilities that they can share, and she started that by by raising the money to fund two girls, two women to be part of Boise State Very University. Very cool. That's terrific. Yeah. I'm really I glad you told like us that. that. Thank I you. felt like that should be known that, um, that there are some good things coming out of this, and it's called the Allie Orr Scholarship. You say that's your granddaughter? That's my granddaughter. All right. And you should she, be proud of her. I am so proud of her, my buttons pop off. <laughs> she, <laughs> she is an extremely intelligent girl, but I love the fact that she squared her shoulders and said, I don't think so, Mr. Yenner. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, uh, Mr. Yenner has the right to his opinion, and we, and we understand that that is the case. It's the fact that he's a Boise State professor that makes it hard for some people to get along with. You know, right. Are you, uh, are you aware that Boise State, Brian Moore, uh, not Boise State, I'm sorry, um, the KTVB news channel, Brian Morin, did an interview with Allie Orr. It's a 20-minute interview about this entire situation. Um, it's Brian Morin on KTVB. It was excellent, and uh, you can see what an outstanding little... Um, woman she is. Well, it's Very great. Good. Thanks so much. Thank you for sharing that Take story. Care. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, email in uh, mike at I am like the very feminine women uh, who have called throughout the morning. I love men to be men and women to be women. Yes, we have our unique differences and make our relationships interesting. Yes, I may choose to be a logger, but I'd rather have a good hot meal ready for my man when he comes home after a hard, dirty day of logging. Men seem to love to open doors for me. I get what Rucky is saying and agree with him. Unfortunately, much of popularized feminism is extreme this is a sensitive subject isn't it yeah it can be it is but here's the thing there is nothing wrong with having difficult subjects discussed on the radio i wouldn't as rick said earlier this morning this is probably not a subject you want to bring up at the holiday dinner table i think he was joking at least i hope he was maybe you can (laughs) i mean i mean i mean you should have vigorous discussions you should have discussions on difficult topics and subjects and be able to respectfully discuss it and not call people names and allow people to give their opinions because that's how we learn right Mm -hmm. i mean i think you and i can both honestly say especially from the women who have been calling in this morning that we've we've learned a a thing or two just with this discussion by itself sure 
You know, I, I think it's important in this conversation, many people are taking the side of this Boise State professor simply based on the idea that he said them while he was speaking at a conservative function. And so therefore, because he said it at a conservative function, it must be a conservative principle, and therefore I have to agree with him. I just don't think that's the case. I think you can be a conservative Republican and hear what someone like Scott Yenner says and understand that maybe it's not okay to believe that. Maybe women are not quarrelsome and meddlesome and over-medicated. Maybe you can feel differently and still be okay with that and still be a conservative. But some people, on the other hand, are going to say, he said it, he's a conservative, and I'm going to agree with him no matter what, and I just don't take that position. And here's the flip side of that, too. And and we we touched on it a little bit about, you know, it is his opinion. He should be entitled to his opinion. Absolutely. And and he he is. And people are, are saying, well, he has that opinion. He should be fired because that's not who should be teaching our kids. I don't think that's right. Now, having said that, if, you know, he is teaching his opinion, that's com- something completely different. And we don't have any um, evidence that that is the case at Boise State University. But if he wants to have that op- opinion, and he states it even outside the university, as a matter of fact, about as far away from Boise State University as you can get in the United States. He was clear States, out in Florida when he said yeah, it. Yeah, he right? said it in Florida. I, I mean, having that opinion, <laughs> when people are like, he got, he's, we got to fire him, this is the way he thinks. And it's like... No, you need a university made up of differing opinions. It's just like we're talking this morning. People have different opinions. There's nothing wrong about having that hard conversation and being able to respectfully say what your opinion is. doesn't mean you're right and I'm wrong, except for when it comes to Rick. Then, you know, I respect his opinion, but once again, he is wrong. Uh, but I'm joking there. But you know, know. what I mean? It's great to have this, this conversation that we had this morning. And it's not something we necessarily sat out and planned. It kind of organically took place just by, you know, uh, a question that Rick, I had a Rick question asked earlier uh, this morning. I still feel like most people agree with me, though, that when we're just talking about equality, we're all in favor of feminism. If we're just talking about equality. That's a good thing. But people's view of what feminism is, is very, very different. At least that's what we're learning today. Paul in Boise. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Hello, Paul. Hi, Paul. Are you there? Oh, hello. Uh, I had kind of a interesting growing up. Uh, my mother was, and uh, my brother and I were divorced when we were very young, very abusive relationship. And uh, I can remember my mother's frustration because she couldn't get a credit card or a checking account. Uh, home loan is totally wow. out of the question. Yeah. We had a hard time finding a place to rent. And uh, I saw her front end, and uh, she became the first delegate to the first national organization of women's convention that was held in uh, Dallas, Texas. And so she, she, a lot of these younger women don't understand that this fight has been going on for many years. The, the, you know, women didn't get to vote. Uh, women couldn't drink. Women couldn't do all kinds of things that they kind of earned the rights to do. And, uh, you know, I think the Republican Party is not very willing, friendly. Christianity is, has not helped the situ- situation at all. But uh, I watched it full hand, and they were discriminators, and they are still discriminated. This assault on the, the abortion rights thing is insane. You know, this is a bunch of old white Christian men uh, back down to the old same old deal. It's it's the same old deal why you couldn't get a credit card. Same bunch of people doing it. And uh, I don't know, an interesting perspective. I think it has great value for society. That's interesting. I like that call. Thank you very much. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it. 
Uh, Mary writes in a text, 208-336-3700. The difference in this discussion is that many people equate roles with law. The gentleman from Eagle is correct. Rick is correct. An equal right guarantees an autonomous equality under the law. A role is a social construct, most often driven by religious belief that the community or state it becomes an ideology, which is very powerful, can attempt to restrict the equality and autonomy of any individual, women or man, black, white, yellow, tan. Many women in a state slash community that is highly weighted by religious belief become anti-feminist because they confuse a role with legal equality. It legally goes back to Greek law and further, of course, where women were actually legally third-class citizens. Mm-hmm. They were not allowed by law to speak to or teach or own anything. This ideology has been extent for so long, it has become so ingrained in social construct that even women emotionally ascribe to the bias, and they say things to their children when they are small that place these biases deep in their children's psyches, especially boys who are encouraged to be a man. Rick is correct. Feminism is about the autonomous equality of adult humans, and the gentleman from Eagle mentioned the biggest way that equality is being questioned, the bearing of a child against women's choice. Thank you, Mary, for the uh, text message. We'll take a quick break. Uh, Your phone calls, emails. We'll wrap things up. One more segment on the way, 208-336-3700. Day from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Uh, Kathy and Napa, thank you for being patient this morning. You are on News Talk KBOI. Good morning to you. Good morning. Um, the, the email that you just, or the, or the text that you just read from the person about saying that women should have the right to their own body. When we're talking about feminism, that gets into a whole lot of different avenues. Yeah. And the having a right to your own body is correct, except that when you go and do something and then you end the life of another body. You don't have that right. And the women that want started this feminism thing, they just want to be in control. And the teacher, or whatever he was, I can't know what, the, what his title is, but he was talking about women being ornery and argumentative. You work in any place you want to work and if you got a bunch of powerful women, you've got a bunch of argumentative women. And I'm not even going to say ladies because a lot of times they don't act like ladies. What's wrong with being a freaking lady? <laughs> All right. Kathy, thank you for the call and your thoughts. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is from Annie. She says, uh, I may have missed this if it was uh, talked about, but if a married woman decides to stay home and not work, then she needs to stay married 10 years or more to be able to collect Social Security from her husband if he should pass away. Why don't wives and mothers who choose to stay at home receive Social Security for the jobs that they do? Their jobs go 24 hours a day with no vacation. Boy, that's a great sick argument, leave. man. Here, here's the answer to the question about the, you know, if it, First of all, you're not getting free money. Like if, like when I get Social Security and retire, you paid into that. I've paid into it my entire life. Um, my guess would be that if you want the equal opportunity for women who decide to stay home and care for their children to have it, they would have to also pay in 
their entire life, just like everybody does, men, women, whoever. The other thing is, I don't think you have, and maybe I'm wrong on this, it says you have to stay married for 10 years or more to be able to collect Social Security. My dad was killed in a farming accident before my mom had been married and him had been married 10 years. And she still collected Social Security for all five of us kids after he passed away. That was what year? Uh, when did he pass away? Question related you know, I was, to that. I was, is, eight, I was eight years old. A lot of laws time. have changed uh, yeah, I don't, in I don't regards to Social Security. For instance, now you retire at a different age than you used to. You know, you get yeah. full benefits at a different age. It used to be 62, now it's 65. Or you, you get more if you wait until 67. You know, it's it's a lot different than it used to be is all I'm saying. Yeah, and my, yeah. My, and, and that's, not, that's why I said I don't know the law, but I know my... You know, my mom and dad had not been married 10 years when she was able to get Social Security benefits. Um, Wayne writes in, uh, in fact, women in the U.S. are not discriminated against in the USA because they are women. It's the law. You're not allowed to discriminate. Individual morals, however, cannot be legislated. Wage disparity. The gentleman who called in earlier used statistics that do not factor in the differences in occupations. He compared apples to oranges. Regarding control over your body, women have the right now. However, when another person is involved, regardless of the development stage, society has an interest in that unborn infant. And and I know this called in earlier, and I didn't want to get off into a tangent on pro-abortion. I wanted to stick mainly with feminism and, you know, the question that you had asked earlier this morning. So that's why I didn't you know, allow the conversation well, to for, get sidetracked many into people, abortion and non-abortion rights. Right. For many people that are a part of our listening audience, I realize that your number one issue is always going to be pro-life. And I respect that. No problem at yeah. all with that. But usually there's a lot of other things that are affected by you being pro-life. And therefore, it's going to affect a lot of the decisions that you make down the line of where you stand on things based on where you are on your number one issue. That was my mom for forever. You know, she had one big issue and it was about being pro-life. And so many of the things that she talked about and part of her makeup was about being a conservative, especially was because conservatives are naturally pro-life. Unless you're the president of the United States. Oh, not, he's not, not conservative. Not conservative, right. There, there you go. <laughs> he, he's just a Catholic. Uh, CJ writes, I would challenge Rick to actually look at what celebrated and well-known feminists have said about the family unit. STEM used to have a large amount of women in it until about the third wave of feminism in the early 90s. Now, if you look at most of the daytime leftist protests going on, they're filled with mostly 18 to 30-something middle-aged, upper-class women. They're not learning to become scientists, etc. They're being taught to be radical activists. I'd recommend Rick look into egalitarianism instead. I appreciate that. Look into that, But I'm not looking at that. I'm looking at just what feminism is defined as, which is about equality of the sexes and that that's all i'm really concerned about and when people say i don't like feminists they they're talking about something different i think than what i'm talking about and, and therein i think lies a big part of my confusion mike is if i believe feminism is just about equality of the sexes which is what my position is then okay you you have a problem with something else and i have a problem with if you believe in equality then we agree and rick I respect your opinion. You have the right to your opinion, but you're wrong. And that's where we're going to end the show today. Naturally. (laughs) See you later.
Thank you very much for uh, taking part in the show. This turned out to be a, a great discussion that we had this morning. So, Rick, thank you very much for filling in for Chris, who had to take off. Uh, Chris will be back tomorrow. Yeah, he'll be here tomorrow. By the way. Also, uh, coming up tomorrow morning, we'll have your final chance at winning the Christmas in Color passes to get you uh, an entire carload of your friends, friends or family in to go look at some great Christmas lights. Final chance also to get in and uh, get that $50 gift certificate once again for the uh, Granny C's Bakery. Tomorrow is Festivus! So we'll be celebrating Festivus <laughs> tomorrow all morning long. It is also our final day uh, this week to work. We have Friday off for uh, Christmas Eve. So tomorrow morning, uh, we'll serve as our open phones Friday, even though we realize it is uh, Thursday. Once again, we're on a 20-hour break, and we will be back again tomorrow morning. Have yourself a great day. Continue if you'd like. You can e- continue the emails, uh, mike at kboi.com.